It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can come You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and kiss here today Pick it black and pick it fast Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Thank <laughs> you. 
everybody doing? Hold on, we got an echo on here. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, we got that corrected. Apologize to all my people that was tuning in on the book live. Y'all was probably getting the echo, man. But check it out, man. It is Saturday. It's Saturday. Welcome to the uh, El Divine Base Show, Wealth Principles 101. We on Blog Talk Radio, for those of you that don't know. For all my family checking in, on the 937 side, 248, I see Chicago still in the building with me on a regular. We got Detroit, Michigan checking in. Saginaw, I see all of y'all, bro. Uh, my West Coast family checking in. I don't know those numbers right there, but I know that's that West Coast. Yup. So check it out, man. Today's topic, if you didn't or didn't already know, we're going to be reviewing. It's a book review called How to Stop Child Support, written by uh king l bay and before we get into all of that bro we got to do what we do every time we step to this podium and do what we do based on our ancestors uh laying away before us so man we gotta give them a shout out so peace to the gods man assalamu alaikum to my nation of islam family islam to all my moors uh the prophet noble drew ali and all that Hotep, Alafia, Shalom, and any greetings of peace that I forgot, man. We bid you farewell and peace, love, freedom, justice, and equality. Y'all underdig. So, now we got that out the way, man. Uh, this topic, man, I'm, I'm, I've been excited about uh, sharing this information with y'all because I know it's going to help a lot of people. <clears throat> and I don't want no one to get this twisted about what I'm sharing and how I'm sharing it. It's not set up for individuals to duck paying child support or taking let let me let me correct that. It's not set up or designed for you not to take care of your child. Let's say it like that. Child support is a government No, it's not even a government <laughs> it's not even government child. Y'all need to understand that this is private. This has nothing to do with the government. How they make it a government uh, or a court order is because you violate when you don't do what the court asks you to do once you come into that realm. Just like any other ticket. If you are disobeying a court order, that's what makes it a legal thing where they can arrest you and do all these things that they're doing to us. What we got to do as as people, as men, and women, because it's women on child support as well. What we have to do as a people is we have to stop letting people handle us any kind of way. And the main reason that they're able to handle us any kind of way is because we don't know our rights. That's just in a nutshell. Once you understand what rights you do have and you exercise them, um, Things change, man. I mean, when I say they change, they change almost instantaneously. But you have to do two things. You have to claim your nationality in order to get remedy for some of these things that they're doing to you. That's first and foremost, because as a three-fifth person, chattel slave, or whatever they want to want to call you under the clause of this paperwork that we signed unknowingly or our parents signed unknowingly when we were born, they have us in a position 
where they can uh, pretty much handle us the way they want without any recourse or no, no, no real reparations to the way that they treat us as melanated people. So the first thing we got to get out of our head is the nationality part of it. And once we get that, then all the other things fall into place. But you have to do that first. Now, this remedy that we're talking about, it, you ne- you not necessarily have to uh, claim your nationality to get remedy for this, because this book is going to let you know that the whole system is, one, voluntarily, two, it's a fraud. And once you can pr- prove that they've committed perjury and fraud, the case is immediately dismissed, and you can seek remedy from all the monies that you paid, any suffering that you did as far as, you know, going to jail, uh, losing your license. A lot of people lose their jobs behind this whole child support thing, man. So those are the things that I'm, you know, passionate about, about sharing with y'all and getting a remedy for this, man. It's, it's, it's those things that happen to individuals that are working, trying to do what they can for the child support, for their kids. I'm going to say that for their children. And, you know, uh, some of these mothers out here, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they look at child support as another form of welfare. And I'm going to just be real. All women are not like that, but it's a lot of them that are. And so we just got to keep it real, man. I ain't here to, to get nobody's uh, favoritism, no likes and none of that based on my own opinion, because I have my own opinion about the system and I have my own opinion about the misreputation of the money that's spent in regards to child support and what it's actually for. It was set up with a good idea in mind to help women who wasn't getting any assistance from, you know, absent fathers and things of that nature. So I I definitely feel that all men and women need to be accountable for their children. But I don't agree with the way that they pimp us and get money from us through our child. So I'm going to tell you about that, uh, how to claim your nationality. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into all of that. But hit me up on the inbox side, and I can shoot you some information on that. We can get that started today. But um, back to this topic, man, um, this book, I'm actually giving away a free copy of this book at the end of this call. So if my listeners are tuned in, you have to be on the call. So if you get on the call now, it don't matter if you're on there now or later, but at the end of the show, I'm going to ask a question. So whoever's in the call queue, I'm going to, you know, unmute their mic, see who they are, uh, introduce them to the show, and I'm going to ask them a question uh, that I'm going to give the answer to right now. So whether you're on live, IG live, Facebook live, YouTube live, whatever, if you hear the answer now, and at the end of the show at 2.30, might be a little earlier because I got some other things I got to uh, take care of today. So if I ask the question and you know the answer, I'm going to send you a copy of this book. And this book, this manual right here is 100% remedy, 100% remedy on the child support scenario. And um, I want to be able to get uh, Brother King L. Bay on the line. So y'all can ask him some Q&A, uh, you know, directly. But we may not be able to do that today because uh, 
you know, it being Saturday and it being the summer, you know what I'm saying? My kids, uh, my, my, my out-of-town babies is here, so I'm going to be moving around with them as well as shout-out to my man Parker, man. Anthony Parker was celebrating his 40th birthday. We got the big uh, sneaker bash, sneaker ball going on later on this evening, so I'm excited for that. So happy birthday, Park. Yeah, that's a good brother, man. But um, back to the topic. So I'm going to get my background music going because y'all know I'm still a DJ at heart, man. But uh, we got to get some music to set the tone. So let me get my instrumental game going while we jump into this information. So the first thing I want to do I'm going to give y'all some information, and then I'm going to come back at the end of the show and see who has the answer, and whoever that's in the call queue or in the chat room on blogtalkradio.com forward slash wellprinciples101, I'm going to ask you a question, and if you got the answer at the end of the show, you're going to get this book. That goes for the people on Facebook and IG Live as well. Y'all going to get the information, but you got to be able to call in before the show is over to give me the answer. So, it's a two-part question, because this book ain't cheap. I mean, it ain't very expensive, but it ain't cheap in regards to just giving something away. But I do I do stuff like that, because this is important. And if y'all don't want a free one, go online and order the book right now. Order the book right now, and y'all can get that. You know what I'm saying? This book, it'll tell you everything you need to know as far as examples of the documentation, the affidavit, the filings that you file, we're going to get into all of that, but in regards to this giveaway, the book was copywritten in 2018, so this is relatively new, now the author of this book is from Ohio, more importantly, he's a native of Cincinnati, Ohio. So, the book was copyrighted in 2018. The author is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And the last thing that I'm going to give you on this question, which is going to be relevant to you learning this information, is going to set the whole thing off on chapter one. The whole child support enforcement thing is based on one criteria, and it's called the Social Security Title IV. Now, I can Google this information up, look it up, but we're going to go into it. Um, I'm going to go over the first bullet points of the first maybe four chapters of this book. And I'm going to give you enough information today to get you, get you going. But the show on Wednesday is going to be well detailed. So we're going to pick up from where we leave off today. And Wednesday from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock, we're going to go all the way in. And we're going to get Brother King L. Bay on the line so he can answer some questions. And we're going to go over a review of the book and the information that I'm about to give you today. So... The answer to the question that I'm going to ask you is one. 
the author is from what city and when was the book copywritten and published second part of that answer is what is the standard for the child support enforcement agency to be able to collect child support and it is again social security title 4 social security title 4 people that is the, the, the key to all of this so having said that we're going to get into some of this information I'm going to tell you the dedication. Um, he said the book is, was inspired from the creator, the Most High Allah God. Um, he also had his own personal journey, just like myself. And he fought for many years through the South Support, Support Enforcement Agency. It was a battle and a struggle. He remembered receiving a little to no money after working 40 plus hours a week. So this book is a gem of information for people who have suffered from child support. I watched it destroy many people's lives and destroy many families. This book is a roadmap to breaking those chains. King L. Bay. So, we about to get into it, man. Now, before I get into his information on the book, I'm going to break something down for y'all about what I know just off top about child support. And that is this. We need to change this this flawed system. So that I want to make sure y'all get this very, very clear coming from me, coming from a father of five myself, nine with my blended family, with my empress. But I need y'all to understand, I am in no way promoting men not taking care of their children. So get that off your chest right now because that is not what I'm on y'all I'm simply tired of seeing you know our men being emasculated and drugged you know through a, a system because they're monetizing off our children and what I, what I mean by that is child support is big business it is big business um, just for the state of Ohio State of Ohio itself. I'm going to pull up some information for y'all just to let y'all know where I'm coming from. And then we're going to get into the remedy. I'm going to pull up the State of Ohio child support cases. And this is just my state. I know I got a lot of people from different states. You can Google your particular state and get that number as well. Um, because what I want to show you is how much money they're making off of our kids. If the intent was for them to help the family, you know, the, the absent parent or the non-custodial, the custodial parent, if it was meant for them to get support and support alone, I would not even be on this show. Because it would actually... do what they claim it's doing and that's helping the uh, the single parent you know make sure that the, the absent parent is doing his part but what I've learned on my own research 
is that how many cases? Okay, I gotta do about twenty eighteen, so they won't they won't calculate it for uh, for twenty nineteen yet. We still in this this year. So what's going on, J-Bo? Um Over eight million child support cases. Eight million. Eight million. Listen to me, people. We have over eight million child support cases in Ohio alone. Now, these fees that these people charge to take your money from the absent parent. Hold on to it as long as they feel see fit and then distribute it to you. So they just playing the role as a money changer. They get compensated for taking the money from the absent parent. Handsomely, by the way. Mind you, they didn't they didn't lay down with either one of you. They don't care what you do with the money, so there's no structure on how or what the mother does with the money or the uh, father does with the money once it's, it's given to them. But here's the catch, y'all. They added medical to your support order that the mother doesn't receive, the child doesn't receive, but it goes to the state. So, they're telling you you may have a $250 a month child support order. In having that $250 support order, you also have another order <laughs> to the state or the county for medical. So now, when you're making your payment to your mother, the mother of your child or the father of your child, whatever the case may be, Half the money that you're sending is going to them, and the other half is going to the state. So, do some math. Their fees for the transaction alone is about three dollars, three and three dollars and some change per case. Now that's per case, per title. So, if it's eight million, we just gonna say just eight million. Keep the numbers small because. You really don't understand. It's way larger than that. So eight million times three dollars and say sixty-nine cents. It's actually more than that because this is a fee for the transaction, and then taxes, and it's another uh, court fee or something like a filing fee. So it's usually about six, seven dollars per transaction. But we gonna keep the number simple. I'm gonna stay with three dollars and sixty-nine cents. For the child support fee, the pay charge. So three dollars and sixty-nine cents times eight million cases in Ohio alone results in twenty-nine million dollars, twenty-nine million five hundred twenty thousand dollars per month, people. Now you tell me this ain't big business. If you're getting twenty-nine million. Per month, off the back of eight million child support cases, and all you're doing is taking twenty-nine million 
from 8 million families every month. Now let's do the math. 29 million times 12. You're looking at over $354 million a year. Now what business do you know is making $354 million a year and they're not doing shit but paperwork? Taking your money and holding it and then redistributing it. $354 million? Really? How much of that money is your kid get? And that's just the fee. We ain't even we ain't even pull up the number about the medical because once they charge you with the medical, they getting half of your support order. So if you got two hundred fifty dollars you paying for child support, you might have another order for medical. It's like might be half that. So one hundred twenty five dollars. Let's, let's do the math on that. One hundred twenty five dollars a month. Let's let's dumb it down. Let's dumb it down. Let's just say your medical support order is $50. $50. Okay? $50, your portion of the medical per month. Times 8 million cases. That is $400 million that the state is getting for medical that your child may or may not use. I don't think y'all understand how this this makes me feel because this money we almost close to a, a, a billion dollars, you know, four hundred million on the medical, three hundred some million a year on the uh, hold on, hold on, let me correct myself, let me correct my math. I said fifty dollars medical times eight million cases. That's four hundred million a month. Mark, multiply that by 12. You got $4.8 billion a year. This is the kind of money that they're, they're generating off the backs of our children. Our children. So, we're in agreement that the system is, 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 is not for your child's best interest. Let's be clear. They're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart to help the poor mother that's not getting money from her baby dad or vice versa. It's, that's not what this is about, people. This is a big business. And they're going to get that money hell or high water. That's why they're able to pamp us and, and trick us into going into court. Once you go into court, once you admit that you're the father, but they don't even give you that. They say that you're the non-custodial parent. Parent and father have two different meanings in the, in the legal language. So, I just wanted to give you that brief synopsis on the kind of money that this is generating for this private entity. Child Support Enforcement Agency is not government. It's not nothing with the state. It's a separate entity. It's a separate private company. They just contract with the state and the court 
to make you pay them. And once you in court and you violate a court order, that's when the legalities come in and they're able to arrest you, suspend your license, and do all these additional things that none of this has anything to do with. If it's about money, then let me pay my money. But why take my driving privileges, which you really don't need privileges? You all have a right to travel. We get into that at other shows, man. But uh, it's all voluntary. It's voluntary for you to sign up contract with them to get a license. It's, it's voluntary for you to sign up uh, to be a part of their their voting. You know, all this is, is everything that they have you sign ties you into another contract with them, which makes you fall under their policies and procedures, and they can handle you the way they want to handle you. As a national, they don't have to go through that because they still have to treat them with the rights and liberties of the Constitution. So, that was a good segue going into the first chapter of this book. Once again, for those just now tuning in, this book is entitled How to Stop Child Support. A Must Child Support, M-U-S-T, Child Support Man. That's an acronym by King L. Bay. And it's given 100% remedy. If you follow these instructions in this book, you're going to come off of child support and you actually can get a check. So, y'all need to pay attention. And like I said, this is going to be one part. Wednesday will be the second part. So, let's get into it. I told you at the beginning of the show, chapter one is entitled The Social Security Title IV-D. This is how all this came about. Let me turn my music down a little bit. So, child support is stimulated from this code in which the states have adopted and created United States statutes. So, we're going to look at the code. The code is 42 U.S. Code Part D, Child Support and Establishment of Fraternity. The states adopt these laws the child support agency enforce. Listen to that again. The state adopts the law and child support enforces Now, for the purposes of enforcing the support obligations owed by the non-custodial parent to their children and the spouse or former spouse with whom such children are living, Locating non-custodial parents. Pay attention. You're never going to say father. They they they're putting you in a classification as a non-custodial parent. They never once mentioned that you're the father of this child because fathers have rights, inalienable rights, that supersedes anything that they're saying in here as a non-custodial parent. The terms that they're using is what they're using to trick you into signing this and agreeing to such. Four. Let me continue. For the purpose of enforcing the support obligations owed by non-custodial parents to their children and the spouse or former spouse with whom such children are living, locating non-custodial parents, establishing paternity, obtaining child support and spouse support, 
and assuring that the assistance in obtaining support will be available under this part to all children, whether or not eligible for assistance. So that means if they're eligible for public assistance or not, they come in and get this bag because the mother is contracting with them saying, help me get some money. Okay, we'll help you get some money, but we're going to get a cut and we're going to do whatever we need to do to, to, to trap them into coming into court. Once you say you're the father or you owe this money, they have you on a court order admitting to everything that they can do to you. But what they fail to do is they fail to disclose all of the information when they're signing you up for this unilevel contract. And let me just pause right here because a unilevel contract is a contract signed by one individual. One person cannot sign a contract, people. And I might have to reach over here real quick and grab, uh, give me a sec. Let me grab my Black Slaw Dictionary or my Bouvier. My people still checking in with me on Facebook IG Live, man. Black Slog Dictionary, 5th edition. I'm going to pull up contract. And you need to get one of these dictionaries when you're speaking law terms because the language that we speak on an everyday basis is different from what the law says. A legal terminology word is different from what you may or may not think. So a contract. Let's pull this up, y'all, because I want y'all to know what a contract means in law. Not what you think it means. So if two people or entities sign a contract, that means that this person and this person are agreeing to the terms above. It never happens in child support. Who's, who's the person liable for the contract on their side for child support enforcement? No one. You're the only person that signs your name and agrees to all of the aforementioned things that they don't tell you. It's a link on there, especially in Ohio. It's not broken down verbatim of what you're signing. It's a link they're saying that you can click here and get all of the, the statistics of what you're signing up for. Give me a second, because I want to give you the actual definition of this. I'm going off of memory, but in, in a nutshell, that's what a contract is. Two people signing and agreeing to some terms. So if you're the only person signing that, that contract is void. And that could hold up in court and some other things too, but we're not going to talk about that today. Like I said, we only got a couple of hours, man, maybe an hour and a half, and I got to get ready for my man's 40th sneaker ball. Okay, here we go. There's so many different variations of this contract. The definition of it, but the basis of the term contract. 
give it to y'all, man. A lot of us need this to, to go back and learn etymology, man, because the, the study of words gives you the real meaning of the word and not something that you, you, you know, you be thinking from memory. Contract, it is a noun. It is defined as an agreement between two or more parties creating obligations that are enforceable or otherwise recognizable at law. Repeat. An agreement between two or more parties. So, when you sign your paternity affidavit, you're signing saying that you agreed to this, but who's signing as the other party? There's no signature. It's a unilevel contract. So, if I hand you a piece of paper and say, sign that, you're saying this, all of this, 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 and you're agreeing to these terms. Who's the contract with? Child Support Enforcement Agency is not a person that can make a signature. <clears throat> so, who's the, who's the contract with? It's not a valid contract. It won't hold up in law if you challenge that the contract was fraudulent. It doesn't have basis to stand on if it's only one person signing the contract. That's one. That's just one key, and we can stop right there. If you if you filed your paperwork correctly and you objected to the contract, that alone can get you relief from it. But it gets deeper, man. It gets deeper. But just a quick overview. That's a quick overview of section Social Security Title 4-D, authorization of appropriation. Now, like I said, we're going to skim a little bit because I'm going to get into the details of the rest of the chapters with my man, Brother King L. Bay. Chapter 2 is discussing the birth certificate affidavit. This is important, people. Now, I'm going to read verbatim the first uh, paragraph so you can get an overview of what's going on. <clears throat> In the book, Brother has, he has highlighted words to show the terms that are being used in this code to establish child support. So once again, like I said, the word father is not included in the code. The states and child support agencies interchange the word natural father or father with non-custodial parent or obligor to trick you into believing that they are adjudicating you under some law that fathers have to pay support, but it's not true. Signing the birth certificate was all a trick to get you to contract with them and have you stuck with a child support debt. That's period. That's that's it in a nutshell. It's a trick. Now the birth certificate after that. Chapter two. <coughs> Thanks. <coughs> Excuse me. I need me a little water down here, but we're gonna make it work. I'm a professional DJ in 32 years, so I know how to make it work. Okay. Now thanks to social media. A lot of you already know not to sign the birth certificate affidavit. Uh, the birth certificate affidavit is the gateway to child support under the Social Security section 4-D. <clears throat> the birth certificate affidavit creates the state birth certificate. Listen, understand this. I want to break it down to every 
the most lame terms that I can because I know a lot of this terminology can get kind of tricky and over some people says don't fear words and information if nothing else spend about 20 bucks on one of these Black's Law dictionaries and as you're reading this book any words you don't understand look it up in the legal dictionary and you will understand so listen again the birth certificate affidavit creates the state birth certificate two different things when you sign the birth certificate affidavit you perform a confessed judgment a confession of judgment is a written agreement in a lawsuit where the defendant admits a liability to the plaintiff and agrees to pay an amount and further agrees this agreement can be filed as a judgment in court. Furthermore, this also established the parent-child relationship. And you waive your right to create a birth certificate in another state. Now, this is the ORC code 3111.02 establishing parent and child relationship. This is another key. Now, this is the Ohio statute. You got to find state that it's the same principle. Maybe a little different terminology is the same principle. The birth certificate is not the problem. It is the birth certificate affidavit and the acknowledgement of paternity affidavit. That's where they get you. The birth certificate itself is not a problem. It's the affidavit. The child enforcement agency use these affidavits as evidence to establish and get a judgment for the order of child support. Once they get a judgment for the order, now you're obligated to the court to make these payments. Before all of that, the court has nothing to do with you and your child and your mother's relationship. Once they get this judgment for child support because they tricked you into signing this affidavit of a birth certificate, that's when it goes into the court. And what the Child Support Enforcement Agency does, they go downtown, they file a claim, they make you the defendant, they put it on record, and they subpoena you to come to court. When you walk into court, if you walk into court, if you agree that your name is whatever they say it is, if you agree that you owe child support, or if you agree that you're the father and you sign the paternity, it's a wrap. But if you go in there and say you are there under duress of being arrested, you're making an appearance for the all caps name on the birth certificate or your license that the actual judgment is for. When you determine that you are not that all caps name, that's where you got them. So that's when it goes back into the whole nationality thing. And like I said, if y'all need some more information on that, I discussed that in some uh, previous shows. But if you hit me up at info at com, I can send you some uh, information on that to get you uh, in your proper status, correct your status. So that's it. All right. So we got overview of two chapters. Now, chapter three. Hold on, let me let me back up. So I, I'm just stating that the child enforcement agency can use these affidavits as evidence to establish a judgment to get 
the child support order. What the problem is, is most of us do not challenge or object to these affidavits. So they stand as prima fact evidence in which establishes the order. You have to challenge these people. If they send in you a notice, you have to reply to the notice. If you don't respond to a notice, you're agreeing that it is true. And once you give up that right to challenge it or defend it, it becomes true. Just because you don't respond, that's your ignorance. If you respond and you say, I object, I do not contract, I do not consent, they cannot judge or order against you. I'm going to give you another example. Take, take the children out of the situation for a moment. Because I want to educate y'all on, on all of this, on how they play these games and get court orders and judgments against us. I'm going to give you an example. And we can do this as a test today. Well, not today because it's Saturday. But we can do this early as Monday, y'all. I'm challenging y'all to do this. It might cost you about, what, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, but but just do it. I challenge you to go down to your local court, file a complaint or a lawsuit against somebody that you know that may ignore their responsibilities or a business or a company that you think that may be a little lackadaisical in their responsibilities. Just sue them for $1,000. Go down and say, I'm filing a claim. XYZ owes me $1,000. He didn't pay it. And I want to file a claim. Now, when you file that claim with the courts, guess what happens? The court has to do what you ask them to do. So, they serve the party. And if they serve the party and they don't respond or they don't show up to court, guess what? You get a judgment. This could be the most bogus thing ever. The shit don't have to have no validity at all. You just basically file a claim, pay the processing fee to do the, you know, for the for the document, serve the notice. If they sign for the notice and they don't show up or they don't challenge it, you go to court, they don't show up, guess what happens? The judge says, you won. They did not come to challenge it, so if they're not contesting it, you win. What's going to happen then? They're going to get their checks garnished for this $1,000. Now, you can say $1,000, $5,000, it don't matter. What I'm saying is, now, let me let me pull this disclaimer out. <laughs> let me let me give me this disclaimer because I don't want nobody trying to say what well, Devon said. No, let's let's be clear. I'm full aware of all the legalities of what you're trying to get out. So the information that you hear on my show is for education and entertainment purposes only. Is not to be um, considered legal advice. Again, this book or the information that you hear from me are, is not considered to be legal advice. It's more of education 
and entertainment. I like to call my information on my show edutainment. So let's be clear. Do your research on anything that you hear from anybody. Don't take my word for it. Don't take anyone's word for it. As a grown person, it's up to you. You are obligated to research anything you hear. And that's coming from the pulpit to anywhere. If somebody tells you something, don't take their word for it. Look it up yourself. That's what we do as Moors, man. We, we base our information on facts not fiction so you can show it to me and it's in a book or something that's documented something that's legal then I'm, I'm rocking with you it could be history but it has to be something that I can say for myself this is fact this is not an opinion okay having said that <laughs> now like I said this is a test this is an experiment you can go down to your local court office File a claim on somebody. File a claim on a business. It don't matter. People try and sue people every day. And if you got the, the money to pay for the filing fee and they don't come to court, you just won a case. It's so crazy, man. It happens every day. Now, I'm going to give you an example of how it happens to us. It happens to us this way. Say you go and get a credit card or um, I deal with this a lot in the credit world. Say you get a credit card from a company or uh, some furniture from one of these little, you know, these buy here, pay here places and you sign an agreement with them. Boom. You got the furniture. You got the credit card. You don't pay the credit card. You don't pay the furniture. They Even if they come and take the furniture out of your house, guess what's going to happen? They're still going to charge you for the whole furniture set. They're still going to charge you for the whole balance of the credit card. Because you signed an agreement saying that you would. So they file a motion to sue you for whatever those damages are, including the legal fees, uh, including the court costs, whatever it costs them to file the claim. And you get a notice in the mail. What do we do when we get notices in the mail? When somebody asking us for some money, what do we do? Let's be real, people. You get that notice, and it says, Aaron's rental, you owe us $1,100, $1,200, whatever. We throw that shit in the trash. Now, if you don't learn nothing else, what I'm going to teach you today is going to be so imperative, and it, it can stop you from having to pay out that ass with just one action. If you receive something, someone requesting money from you, whether it be a logistic, I mean a legitimate bill or debt or not, I need you to respond within within, meaning before 10 days. Respond to that notice and say this, I do not consent, I do not contract. If you do that, that's them you putting them on notice to say, no, I'm not agreeing with none of that. And then, when you do that, you also serve them with a notice. Please do not contact me again on the phone, at my job, woo-woo-woo. And if you do contact me in, other, in any fashion other than a written letter or document, 
you will be obligated to pay me $1,000 per contact. So if they're calling you on your cell phone or on your job, make a note of every time they call you, you'll end up getting $10,000 remedy off the people that's trying to get you for a couple of hundred or a thousand dollars from that furniture because you explicitly put them on those. They're not comfortable or familiar with us as individuals putting them on notice. Just like they serve you a notice, you can notice them. Listen, this is what I'm saying. Blah, 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 blah. Don't contact me no more. And if you do, this is, this is, this. Under this Fair Credit Reporting Act, you cannot contact me unless you do it by mail. And they keep calling you, begging about their money. They usually win this argument because we don't respond. And they get a judgment. And the judgment, the, the, the judge is just sitting there like, okay, you filed the paperwork, they didn't come to court, judgment's yours. All you got to do is say you don't contract, you do not consent, and they cannot make you pay anything until they have been awarded that. So, just understand, just doing that much, just doing that much. letter and putting them back on notice stop all of that so you can remedy yourself if you do one thing and that's just you get a mail a notice from one of these collectors you sign a letter stating you do not contract with them and you do not consent to what they sent you it's that damn simple it's that simple so we gotta stop ducking these people man we gotta stop ducking the phone calls and we gotta stop ducking the mailers. They get you with the mail. Everything is tied to the United States Postal Service, which is tied to the courts because they are a government entity. So, I had to just get that off my chest, man, because you could sue anybody for any dollar amount as long as that dollar amount is is in that jurisdiction of that level of court. So whatever the amount that you can sue for, just go downtown, spend $40, $50 and sue them. If they don't show up in court, you're going to get a judge. If you do a company, a lot of times the companies, they don't even respond. So if the amount is not conducive to them hiring a lawyer to come in and speak on their behalf on that situation, they sometimes just pay it because they don't want to deal with it. So if you sue rallies for $1,000 because you, you got sick, and you try to contact the manager and they didn't respond. So now you're taking it in your own hands and you're suing them for hospital bills and boo, 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 boo. If you serve them a notice and they file the notice through the courts and they don't respond in time or they don't show up in court, the judgment is awarded to you. You don't even have to show up. You ain't even got to show up. See, that's the difference. If you file a claim, the courts are doing their job because you're the plaintiff. You ain't got to show up. You just get a check. <laughs> That's how they do us. When you when you get sued from these credit card companies, you don't see them people in there. You see they the, the prosecuting attorney. This is business, man. Everything that you do in the United States of America is contract. Everything is contract. If you don't agree to a contract, you don't have to agree to it. If you don't respond then you're, you're admitting the guilt. Your silence is just like admitting the guilt. So, I know this seems to be, you know, a little bit of 
information that it might go over some of y'all head, like I said, but if you're listening to this and you're writing this information down, taking notes, Wednesday when we come back and we're going to get deeper into it and I'm going to give you all copies of these affidavits. You can get them online, but these affidavits are in this book that basically all you got to do is put them in your words, type them up, and replace your information. It's a ready remedy in a book, bruh. And, and the Moors, Brother King L. Bay gave this to us, inspired by the creator. Brother from Ohio, remember that. Okay, I'm going to go over chapter 3, a little bit of chapter 3, and then after that, I'm going to pause and uh, I'm going to open the phone lines and, and, and see... See, I got about 30, 35 callers on queue. I see three 937 numbers. Now, not to negate my people, um, well, I'm going to do it like this. I'm going I'm to I'm answer two callers. I'm going to answer one 937 number. Um, and I'm also going to answer one of my out-of-state people. And I'm going to send two books off. I'm going to do two books, y'all. I'm going to give away two books. So any of you that are on... Um, Facebook Live, IG Live, or YouTube Live. I need y'all to, uh, if y'all want to get a copy of the book for free or, or be, you know, included into this little contest that I'm doing here, this giveaway, y'all need to call in 657-383-1528. 657-383-1528. And that way... I can ask y'all these questions in about 15 minutes. So about 2.45 is when I'm going to ask the questions. I'm going to unlock, unmute a couple of callers, and we're going to see who's on the line and give them a chance to answer the question and win a copy of this book. This book will get you out of child support. So let me go over chapter three, y'all. Chapter three is dealing with challenging the birth certificate affidavit. If you remember, I said it's not the birth certificate that's the problem. It's the affidavit. Because the affidavit is what ties you into this judgment. It establishes them to get a judgment for the order of child support. So, to challenge the birth certificate affidavit, this is how you challenge it. Now again, the author says, hopefully you are reading this before you sign the birth certificate. Revised code. 3111-31 Acknowledgement of Paternity Affidavit Form. That is a nightmare form, people. The Acknowledgement of Paternity Affidavit. If you see that form, say, hell no. <laughs> you can sign a birth certificate without signing the Acknowledgement of Paternity Affidavit Form. That is the form that gets your ass hook, line, and sinker. Once you sign that, it's a wrap. But giving you the remedy to get out of it. So, now if you're in Ohio, review that code. 3111.31 Acknowledgement of Paternity Affidavit. Check that code out if you live in Ohio. Now, if you don't live in Ohio, all my Michigan, all my uh, uh, Illinois people, my people out on the West Coast, uh, I see I got some 502s in there. I've got Google, Kentucky, check me in. Uh, some overseas people checking in. I see the one plus eleven, so I don't know what country you check from. And right now, I will be able to see after the show. But um, yeah, if you if you're uh, if you don't live in Ohio, 
find your own perspective that you in your state. Now, the first remedy that I recommend is to make them prove that you signed the birth certificate of affidavit form. How can these people prove from child support that you signed that affidavit form? Don't admit that you signed the birth certificate affidavit form because if you don't admit to that, this is going to slow down the child support action until paternity is established. Paternity is required to start the child support action. If they don't establish paternity, they can't move. So I used to think, man, this dude ain't signed a birth certificate. And he, hey, shout out to all my, my, my brothers and sisters that never signed a birth certificate, but they know that that child is there. Kudos to you, bro. I could have saved myself so much headache, heartache. If I'd have been like, look, hey, if it's mine, it's mine, but I ain't signing shit. I know it sounds crazy, but listen to me. If any of you have your birth certificate of your children, pull your birth certificate out. I want I want you to see how they play us as the father. You're not listed as the father. You're listed as an informant. The mother is listed as an informant. This shit is crazy, man. You have to see it for yourself. Your name is on there, but you're not listed as the father. It's crazy. Y'all have to see it for yourself. I'm going to let y'all do that on your own time. And, 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 and when you see it, you're going to be like, damn. That's just how they play us, man. Because when you sign that, that birth certificate, mother, you're signing your child over to the state in which that, that child is being born. So the state becomes their daddy. As soon as you sign the birth certificate, the father was just, hey, you was just there. You agreeing to be the the, the, the meal that they're going to be busting their head on. But the state becomes your father. And the terminology that they say is you become the custodial parent. So you have rights. Custodial rights. But you ain't the mama. You're not the daddy. The state owns your child. That's what y'all don't get. We don't need the state in our business to say this is my child. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of this chapter three. And I'm just going to introduce you about challenging the birth certificate after David and challenging the DNA test. I, I, these are gems I'm giving y'all. Gems. Okay? So here we go. Don't admit that you signed the birth certificate of after David for like I said, it's going to slow down the action until the paternity is established. The paternity is established to start the child support action. And you should do this by the affidavit. And then get it authenticated by the state that you live in. Authentication only means you're getting a notarized copy of this at your local, your, your, your state department, once they verify that this is actual facts and you signed it and you had it notarized, you send it to them and you say that you want it authenticated. Authentication basically just means it's real. 
and it's a valid document. But once you get that authenticated by the state, now it supersedes that little court that you in. This will certify the record. The child support support agency hearing officer that created an acknowledgement of paternity affidavit that they witnessed your signature on the birth certificate. Then used it as evidence to establish the order. This is what is fraud, people, because that hearing officer at the Child Support Enforcement Agency did not see you or witness you signing that affidavit. This is the fraud, people. How can a child support hearing officer witness that you were, your signature is on the form unless she or he was there? Now, when you challenge in this birth certificate affidavit form as evidence, the Child Support Enforcement Agency must have the notary subpoena to come in and verify that you signed the form that created the birth certificate. They have to subpoena the, the person who notarized it and said, yeah, he signed it and this person was, the, was there. Then you can't do that. You can also subpoena the hearing officer to witness the acknowledgement of paternity affidavit to verify your signature. If they can't verify your signature, it gives appearance of fraud. Because that hearing officer, I guarantee tell you, is not going to come into court and say, yeah, I witnessed him sign that. Once you got that on the record that they can't prove, you got them. Now, you can argue that the evidence of fraud and you will be able to prove that the hearing officer has committed perjury. And fraud can establish that claim. Stopping the child support action altogether. If they can't establish paternity through the birth certificate affidavit form, then they go to their next step. Okay, well, we got them on the DNA. Got a remedy for you, people. Peace to the gods for the remedy, bruh. Shout out to King L. Bay for the remedy, bruh. Challenging DNA testing. This is where it comes into a God thing. This is where it comes into are you truly living up to your creed? I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what you believe in. If you're moving, breathing, uh, human, (laughs) we all believe in something. We all believe we came from something. So, whatever you believe in, this is when you're reaching into that. So, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, DNA testing. This is an easy one to challenge, y'all. I know y'all saying DNA is, 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 is facts, man. If you got the DNA proof, you got them. Listen to me. All you have to do is say it's against your religious right to give DNA. The court cannot deny you your religious right. Let's look at the United States and the state constitution. The constitution of the state and the U.S. um, Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging them the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. I spoke about this earlier, and this is under Amendment 1.01. 1. 1. 
It's called Inalienable Rights. 1851, it was established. Under this right in the Constitution, all men, by nature, free and independent, and have certain inalienable rights, among which are those of enjoying and defending life and liberty, acquiring, possessing, and protecting property, and seeking and obtaining happiness and safety. Now, 1.06 is the slavery and involuntary servitude, also in 1851. There shall be no slavery in this state, nor involuntary servitude, unless for the punishment of a crime. So, that basically means you cannot make me a slave to your, your, your paperwork or this this child support order unless I committed a crime. That's why they can lock you up when you commit a crime. But how do you commit a crime? Once you come under the court order for the child support and you violate the court order, that is what gives them the... The, you, the court is saying, you ain't doing what we, we put in, in, in the order, so we have to arrest you. Child support don't have the, the power to do that. They have the power to pay the court to do what they said. So if them being a private entity, hey, he owes money. Go get that money. If you come to court and say, yeah, I owe the money, but I ain't got no job. You just admitted that you owe the money. All the judges are going to say, well, shit, I'm enforcing the order for you to pay. You either pay or you go to jail. This shit is crazy, man. This shit don't have nothing to do with your child, bro. Nothing to do with your child. It's a game to them. It's business to them. Okay, one more tidbit, and we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping it up so I can get this uh, give away this book. Okay, that is the uh, Constitution Amendment one point oh six, the slavery and involuntary servitude. One more keynote that you want to uh, check out. It's Amendment one point zero seven right of conscious education, the necessity of religion, and knowledge. All men have a natural and indefeasible right to worship Almighty God according to the dictates of their own conscience. No person shall be compelled to attend, erect, or support any place of worship and maintain any form of worship against his consent, and no preference shall be given by law to any religious society, nor shall any interference with the rights of conscience be permitted. No religious test shall be required as a qualification for office, nor shall any person be incompetent to be a witness on account of his religious belief. But nothing herein shall be construed to dispense with oaths, oaths and affirmations religion, morality, and knowledge. However, being essential to good government, it shall be the duty of the General Assembly to pass suitable laws to protect every religious denomination in a peaceable enjoyment of its own. Mode of public worship and to encourage schools and the means of instruction. So, that all that to say, when they try and force you to give a DNA test to prove paternity. 
You can deny that based on religion. So, <laughs> those are the ways to challenge the DNA. That's a, another way to challenge the birth certificate affidavit. I gave you the first four chapters of this book. And like I said, we're going to get into some more overview topics on Wednesday show. Wednesday show will be at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. I'm going to be prepped and ready and prepared for Wednesday show. Unlike today, I was prepped and ready, but it's just so much is going on uh, with the weekend and with the summer. So I got to get the kids out here. We got to make a couple of moves before we attend this ball. So I'm going to pick a random 937 caller. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. I think the first 937 call, I want to go back to them because that's only fair. They've been here from the beginning of the call. So I'm going to give y'all, anybody that's on live right now, I'm going to give y'all opportunity to call in and see if you got the answer to the three questions that I said earlier in the show. Um, Let me scroll up because these are timestamps. My man has been on hold for like 15 minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, okay, caller, 937 area code, uh, last four digits is 9921. I'm about to unmute you, see who you are. Let me turn down my, my internal track in here. Because I want to hear who's on the call, because they've been on there for a minute. So... The caller with the area code 937, the last four digits 9921. You're on the show. Who am I speaking with? Speaking with. 937, the last four digits 9921. Who am I speaking with? That's Kendrick. That's Kendrick. Yeah. What's going on, family? What's going on, buddy? Hey. That's Kendrick, y'all. Hey, hey, this man, he knows how to get down in the kitchen. Uh, let him know what your business is, man. Let him know about your business. I know you got a big uh, big announcement for everybody, too. So let, let me go ahead and let you get your shine on. Yeah, um, it's Curry Southern Barbecue in Creole Kitchen. Um, looking to get some food trucks here in the Dayton area. Um, pretty soon, as well as well, all that's gonna probably take place after the wedding in March, uh, with my beautiful fiance, um, Miss Bailey. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Okay, okay. Now the question is: Now, I hope, I hope y'all heard what he said uh, about the restaurant and the food truck. He um, he basically was throwing it up out here on the on the barbecue and, and so I was a little skeptic and I had to, you know, check him out and I have to I have to give him his props. He he can burn. The man can get down on that grill. So that <laughs> kudos to you and a hey, hey, much success to the uh, the endeavors in the future. And I hope I'm gonna be a part of helping you get that get that knocked out. And congratulations on uh the future wedding in, in March as well. I hope to be in attendance, and if I'm available, might be uh, doing the one-two thing for you. But in regards to the book and the questions that I have, if you know the answer to the three questions uh, that I posed, I'm going to send you a copy of this book, my man. Um, 
The first question was when what year was the book copyrighted? Uh, okay, let me, let me back second, up. Let me, let me let me back up. The author, his name is King L. Bay. What city in yeah. Ohio is King King L. Bay from? He is from uh, hold on Cincinnati. Correct. Native of okay. Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, you got that. Now you all you got to do is give me two other three. The copyright date, you was kind of hesitant on that, so I'm going to ask you about the title. What is the basis for child support? It was something that I mentioned earlier. And it was about... Uh, Title IV? Social Security Title IV? That's it. Social Security Title IV-D is the reason that they can do child support for you. So, congratulations to my man, Kendrick. Appreciate you, family. Uh, before I get off the phone with you, well, I have your information, so I'll go ahead and get your address, yeah. or maybe I can uh, send one of these books to you, and you can get it. Uh, I'm probably gonna get it signed by the author for you, so you can get a copy of that, and you know you can use it for whatever purposes you need. But this information is powerful, man. It is powerful, and I appreciate you for getting on the call. Um, once again, give them a plug with the uh, the, the KC Barbecue. Are you still doing that actively oh, yeah. now? Actively every now and then depends on the amount of orders that's needed. And put it that way. Okay. okay. I'm only, I'm only doing uh, at least about 50 or more orders at a time. Okay. Well, so, hey, okay. if you need somebody, you uh, if you need someone to cater your event for 50 or more people, hey, you don't want to, you don't want to do the barbecuing and all of that, you can hire this man to cater your event 50 and up. So if you're doing a backyard party or whatever kind of party and you want barbecue this summer, hit my man up and uh, I'll put his information out there on uh, social media. Most of you guys will follow me, knowing for those of you who are, are tuning in from other states and other countries, uh, give them a contact info real quick. Give them your uh, Instagram or your Facebook real fast. Kendra Curry on Facebook and Instagram is Curry Bailey Barbecue. I mean, Curry uh, Southern Barbecue. Curry Southern Barbecue on IG, y'all. And Kendra Curry on Facebook. So, you have a contact for this man. And like I said, hey, I don't be tooting my horn for people to cook, especially another man, but I'm, you know, I'm the king of my grill, <laughs> but I had to, 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 to bear witness, the man can burn, and when I say can burn, it's not just the barbecue, he got that down, but the man's size, I was impressed with the size, the the presentation, he was the first person I know that's on the, you know, the local level that had his own DoorDash jumping with his bags and everything, so he comes correct, so shout out to my man Kendrick Curry, man, make sure y'all look him up. And if you need somebody to cater your events until he get his food trucks and his restaurant going, hit him up. I co-sign that. So I'm going to get your information, man, and get this book out to you. I hope you can use it and, you know, forward it, pass it along. We're going to keep shooting this information, sounds like, man. Sounds like, another, sounds like another business to me. Hey, it definitely is, family. And see, that's the thing. If people take this information, because information is, is key. 
this information in itself can set you up for income. If you know how to facilitate this paperwork and read this manual and understand it yourself, you might have somebody that's just going through, um, you know, they're getting their checks snatched from them. I got some examples of, uh, we're going to we're gonna put those slides up for the show Wednesday. Several hundred people working 40 to 60 hours, 120 hours every two weeks, getting checks for like $200, man. And it's breaking down every deduction from child support, uh, their fees and everything, not to mention the taxes and everything. So you imagine working 120 hours in two weeks' time and coming home with $200. That's enough to make us want to go out and start committing crimes. That's enough to make people want to go do something to their baby mamas. And that's not what this is about, man. It's not what it's about. So, yeah, you can take this manual and, and, and start a business. You most definitely can do that. Because if you understand information and you can help another person get a remedy from that, I would say, yeah, pay me for my energy. Because if you don't want to read the manual and learn it yourself, I definitely can help you with this. So we know how many in Ohio. It's 8 million cases in Ohio that people are paying child support. I broke down the numbers. It's over $400 million that they're making a month off of just the uh, medical support. This is not going to your baby's mom or your baby dad. Insane. This is going to the state. Oh, yeah. This is straight hustle. So, again, uh, appreciate you, Kendrick, for, for calling in and tuning in, man. Uh, I'm going to get that book out to you ASAP within the next 72 hours, family. So, okay, we got the book. I was going to do one more book giveaway, man, if we uh, had some other callers on the line. But... Because my man answered both questions and the third question was still up in the air, but I think he, he knew that as well. But I don't want to give y'all the same information. I can't give you the same question he just answered and give away another book. So we're going to give away another book on Wednesday's call. We're going to do two giveaways. I'm going I'm to make sure I give away two more books, and there's going to be two books giving away one with a 937 or a 5. Let me say this, an Ohio area code. So we're going to give one book away to Ohio and one to an additional state. So this way I have four questions. If you answer two of the questions, you get the book. And then we have two additional questions for the other states outside of Ohio. So if I see a 937-513-319-614, any area code in Ohio, we're going to, you're going to be up for that free book and anybody else. Uh, can get that that second book, and that's going to go down Wednesday at 7 p.m. Seven to nine. That show is going to be nothing but information. We're not going to recap what we already went through because you can go back and listen to this show. Once the show is posted, you can download this show to MP3. You can go back to iTunes Podcast and listen to it over and over and over. So if you miss something, you want to go back and fast forward. You can do all of that blogtalkradio.com forward slash Wealth Principles 101. I have a list of shows there. You can go back and check out how to, to get your nationality started, how to uh, claim your birthright, how to correct your status. Bro, we, we, we giving so much game on this show for free. Y'all just need to tune in and, and, and plug in on a regular basis. Two days a week. Wednesday at 7 p.m., Saturday at 1 p.m. Generally, we own at 1 and off at 3. But today I got kind of hung up on some things. So 
I'm gonna wrap this show up, man. Um, let me see. Because we have some people that's still on Facebook Live, I don't wanna leave them out. If y'all got any questions on Facebook Live, put them in there right now and I'll see if I can answer anything that you uh may have heard or want some more information on. Uh, as well as IG and YouTube Live. If any of you guys in the chat room got a question that you want me to answer, feel free. <coughs> Excuse me. Feel free, and I will uh, try and get this answered for you before we wrap it up. We'll give it about seven more minutes, and we're going to go ahead and shut down. But, again, this book contains all the affidavits, all the claims that you would need to get your remedy, y'all. And I know that someone told me they could relieve me for paying, making it rain on schedule for 18 years. If I read and understood 150 pages, I would do that. Come on in, son. Hey. See, my, my son done interrupted my show, y'all. This is my man, G. Phil. <laughs> he he wants some money, y'all. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that paper, that, that green hit, hit me up real quick on, on Facebook Live or IG Live if y'all got any questions that I can answer for y'all in regards to anything that we said so far about this child support and this remedy. Did you get some gas? Uh, no, I'm going to get that. Yeah, get that. But also, while we, also, while we're on the call, man, uh, this is going to be a topic on the show. Um, I'm going to go deep into it. It's called in-home banking. We need them. We don't need them. They need us. It's basically a cheat code filled board game containing the secrets that we've been personally, purposely never given in regards to banking, in regards to uh, financial literacy and the whole nine. So we, I could give away one of those board games, but they're $100 each, and they're kind of hard to get a hold of because that was one of the first uh, 25000 that they created to be able to get one. So I pre-ordered mine a couple of months ago, and I just got it. But just know this. We're going to be getting into that board game because we're going to do some events where we're actually playing that board game and we're going to be teaching you the UCC1 process. We're going to be teaching you financial literacy, credit, business credit, acquisitions, depositions, everything that you need to know about business, commerce, and actual becoming free from this system of tyranny, man, that we've been under, bro. So... No longer are we going to continue to be three-fifths of a person. No longer are we going to be these 13th Amendment citizens. No longer are we going to be anything but free because that's what we are as children of the Most High. We are free, not by any piece of paper, by divine right. And so we're going to get into that on another show. But Wednesday, y'all get ready, bro. We're going to dive all the way in on this book. And we're going to give you the other chapters. Let me see. We went over four chapters today. And it's a total of 17 chapters. Now, the chapters that I'm going to go through Wednesday, we're going to be hitting. But the main four chapters that I touched on today, that is your remedy. The other things that we get into is usury, discrimination, uh, when you actually can claim your child with your own affidavit. So I don't want people to think, oh, if you don't sign a birth certificate, you ain't claiming your child. No, 
we're going to show you how to claim your child under your own wording, under your own contract, and it has more power than what the non or the custodial parent has. Custodial parent does not outshine or outmerit the natural father and natural mother. That's what we need to understand. The terminology that they have in this paperwork only gives you certain rights as a custodial parent. They're saying, yeah, you can take care of them, you feed them, but you're not the natural father or the natural mother. Until somebody comes and claims that, those children are still property of the state. So we got to get out of that. Somebody's got to claim a child just like somebody got to claim property when it's up for grabs. If nobody claims their property, it's still a ward of the state. The state makes the move. Why do you think you can go to jail if your child don't go to school? You can go to jail because that is your child. You work that child, but you only have custodial rights. You have to claim your child, people. You wouldn't have to claim your child if you didn't sign your child over at birth. But because you did, now you have to claim your child. So claim your child. And we're going to show you how to do that Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, the usury and involuntary servitude. Discrimination charge. Claiming your child. Do not consent to contract. You need to put that term in your long-term memory bank. Whenever you're being presented with information, someone's trying to take money from you, someone's trying to do a presentment, do not consent. I do not consent to the contract. That is your defense. Because if you don't consent, that means you're not contracting with them. And if they try to make you sign anything, you need to sign UCC 1-308 at the end of that. That basically gives them the signature as an autograph, but you are reserving your rights. Now, this information that I'm giving y'all live on Facebook and IG, I usually don't get this information because they get a little testy about the information that I'm giving, so... Don't be surprised if I get booted off. <laughs> but I don't really care about this. Man. Let me go through some of the chapters again. Because we're about to wrap this up in about a minute or so. Um, claim your child. Do not consent to contract. Put them on a do not call list. We talked about that earlier. Put the court on notice. So you can put the court on notice and let them know. Your legal defense. Your legal standing and jurisdiction. Jurisdiction plays a major role in any court of law. So once y'all understand that, then you can understand the power that you have if you know how to present these affidavits and, and, and approach these people the way that they're approaching you. We no longer can allow these people to handle us any kind of way. So know that. Now, the legal standing and jurisdiction, that's one then you also can change the change of venue and jurisdiction. Then you can remove the lien. Because all of this information is, is contract, man. It's no different than any other business contract. Now, chapter 15, they talk about trademark and copyright of your name. That gets into the nationality. All of this is going to circle back about what you see on my shirt. For those of you who can see, I have a shirt on that says I'm much more than black. Because I claim my nationality as a more. I understand that we are not crayons. We're not colors. I know people are hung up on, yeah, I'm black and I'm proud. That sounds good to us. 
But in the world of business and in the world of the human family, black is not a race nor a nationality. You have to understand that, people. You got to understand that. Okay. Change your name, chapter 16. Using the will and the book summary. Now, all of these chapters coincide with the remedy of child support. But the first four chapters and the next three chapters, no, the next four chapters, all of those are pertaining to child support as well. The other chapters goes into some deep, deeper, deeper things where we can get money back from these people. Once you do these steps the right way, not only will you come off the child support bandwagon, you can get these people and sue them for handling you any kind of way in their little fraud scheme thing. So we're going to remove all of our signatures, all of that. That has to do with the copyright section. But I appreciate everyone that tuned in, all of my listeners uh, that called in to the show, man. I really do this for y'all. I've just been recently doing the Facebook Live because I know I have over 15,000 uh, followers on three different pages. And a lot of these people, they tune in to Facebook more religiously than they do to actual platforms. So, Wednesday show, I'm going to give a brief live interview with the author and I'm probably going to let people know that the show is going to be starting but I'm not going to do a Facebook live on Wednesday show because I have a lot of information to cover and I don't want to be distracted uh, with that I want to really get into the meat and potatoes of the book I want to uh, give y'all an opportunity to win a couple of books and I want y'all to get the information so Wednesday come prepared with, with a pencil notepad, iPad you need to get this information Get it, learn it, share it, pay it forward. And like my man Kendrick said, hey, make a business out of it. What would be more fulfilling for us who suffer these child support shenanigans than to find a remedy like my man uh, King L. Bay and, 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 and get some of your money back and free some of your people in the process, man? I know these child support orders, they go on the place, and you're talking about 18 years of making it rain on schedule, bro. I don't think you understand how hard that is. We have problems making a car payment for four or five years without them repossessing it. Times is hard out here, people. And if you can get a remedy and get these monkeys off your back, please do so. You know what I'm saying? And if you have to pay somebody uh, some, some, some fiat to help you, don't have a problem with it or or get the information and learn it for yourself can't nobody do you like you I know we have a lot of us I have a problem with with reading not that we don't know how to read it's just we not comfortable with reading we we feel it's unnecessary but to read and understand something that can free you should motivate your ass to want to read and if it took you six months to read 150 pages and understand it if it took your ass a year a year this is like school get this information study this like your ass like your life depending on it because for some of us it does there's people that are locked up right now 
for child support. Years. When you lose your freedom and your time, you don't get that back. That's the only thing you promised on this earth is time here. So for you to lose time from laying down with a woman or a man and a a system just interjects into that, they wasn't in the bed with you and your woman or you and your man creating that child, creating that beautiful life. They didn't have nothing to do with that. You welcome them into the scenario from bitterness from the woman or bitterness from the father, whatever it's, you know, there's ways to seek and to get a father or or mother that's absent to do for their child. And it doesn't always have to be monetary. If you can disagree to to get your child every other weekend and one day throughout the week just to give a non-custodial parent a break from feeding them, from clothing them, and doing what you can when you can, that's what we got to get back to. We got to get back to family. And women, I love my women. I love my queens. I love them. I love them. I love them. But y'all got to get this concept of you owe me out of your mouth. Because you slept with somebody and both of y'all were unprotected and irresponsible, it's not a you owe me. I hate when women say that shit. You owe me. You owe me. Like, where my money? Where do y'all get that shit from? I don't owe you nothing. I owe that child the responsibility to be there for them, to nurture them, and to help you in raising that child. But when you think you have a child by a man, that that's your payday for 18 years and it becomes something different that's where the problem lies with us as a community we don't owe you shit that goes for men and women we don't owe you shit we owe a child a father or a mother to be there for them to educate them to make sure that they're protected make sure that they're fed and clothed that's what we owe that child. But if you think it's about money, your ass got it wrong. <laughs> you got it wrong. And it, like I said, man, I can't wait till y'all go to Blog uh, Talk Radio and look at some of these pictures. Man, you you have no idea of the, the buffoonery that's out here, man. It's really out here. But, man, once again, peace to the guys, man. Appreciate all y'all for checking out the show. I'm going to leave y'all with a... Uh, I wanted to play my, my cousin's video, man, uh, at job support, but I'm going to do one better. I'm going to do one better. I'm going to do one better. Hold up. Hold up. I'm going to do one better for my man Virgil. Rest in peace. Rest in paradise. I'm, it's a four-minute interview with my man Jason, DBKS, and Dayton legend Virgil on his thoughts of child support. <laughs> So bear with me. And it's another one on here with Cat Williams, but I'm going to save that one for Wednesday's show. But this is my man, Virgil, a.k.a. Radio, his views on child support. Y'all listen up, and I hope y'all can hear it. Get it, Virgil.
I'm about to put this in the live, in the Facebook live, so y'all can check it out. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.